Support for this podcast and the following message come from Allianz Travel Insurance. An unexpected medical emergency can cost you. It can cost you even more when you're traveling abroad. Protect your trip at AllianzTravelInsurance.com. Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Corva Coleman. President Biden says Israel is willing to stop attacking Gaza during the Muslim holy month of Ramadan. That's if a deal to get Hamas to free the hostages is reached. Biden spoke about Israel yesterday in an appearance on NBC's Late Night with Seth Meyers. He says Israel, including its national security minister, Itamar Ben-Gavir, need to consider how the Israeli military is treating Palestinian civilians. Israel has had the overwhelming support of the vast majority of nations. If it keeps this up without this incredibly conservative government they have, and Ben-Gavir and others, most I've known every major foreign policy leader in Israel since Golda Meir, they're going to lose support from around the world. And that is not in Israel's interest. There are negotiations underway in Qatar. President Biden and former President Donald Trump are expected to win their party's support in today's Michigan primaries. But on the Democratic side, Biden faces a protest organized by an Arab-American group. NPR's Don Gagne reports from Detroit they're angry over the war in Gaza and ongoing U.S. support for Israel. The protest is designed to send a message to President Biden by urging voters to check the uncommitted box on their primary ballot today. Organizers and many who've joined the protest say they can't support Biden if he doesn't stop the killing of innocent Palestinians in Gaza. The campaign is called Listen to Michigan, and its goal is to demonstrate that Biden could pay a price at the ballot box in November if he doesn't act now. This is a constituency that has backed him in the past, but if Michigan is as close as it's been in the past two presidential elections, falling support from these voters could have an impact on the outcome in the general election. Don Gagne, NPR News. The Senate Judiciary Committee will consider the rise in firearms being trafficked from the U.S. into Mexico. NPR's Windsor Johnston reports Democrats on the panel introduced legislation last year that aims to curb the flow of illegal weapons southward across the border. The bill introduced by Senate Judiciary Committee Chairman Dick Durbin would aim to stem what he calls the Iron River of firearms trafficking enabled by weak gun control laws in the U.S. It includes a provision that would require gun dealers to report multiple sales of rifles to state and local governments, as they currently do for handguns. Senate Democrats say the lack of stricter gun laws effectively supplies Mexican drug cartels and other criminal groups in the region. A recent study released by the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms and Explosives shows 70 percent of illegal weapons recovered in Mexico are sourced in the United States. Windsor Johnston, NPR News, Washington. It's NPR. A federal judge has ordered an ex-FBI informant to remain jailed ahead of trial. Prosecutors allege Alexander Smirnov spread lies to the FBI about President Biden and an alleged bribery scheme. They wanted him jailed, saying Smirnov could flee the country. The personal beliefs of the chief justice of Alabama's state Supreme Court are being examined. This comes after the Alabama court ruled that frozen embryos are considered children. NPR's Odette Youssef reports some experts on religious movements say his connections and comments tie him to a form of Christian extremism. On the day that the ruling came out, Chief Justice Tom Parker was interviewed on a podcast. 
There, he referred to a concept known as the Seven Mountains Mandate, a concept some conservative Christians have come to embrace, where they seek to assert biblical control over society by attaining powerful positions in seven areas. Those are family, religion, government, education, arts and entertainment, commerce, and media. We have abandoned those seven mountains, and they've been occupied by the opposite side. Some leaders within the movement that espouses Seven Mountain theology were key figures in organizing support for the events on January 6th. Parker did not respond to NPR's request for interview. Odette Youssef, NPR News. Health and Human Services Secretary Javier Becerra is going to Alabama today. He'll meet with patients and doctors affected by the Alabama Supreme Court's ruling on frozen embryos. Becerra says he wants to hear directly from people affected by the decision. This is NPR. This message comes from NPR sponsor Greenlight. Want to teach your kids financial literacy? With Greenlight, kids and teens use a debit card of their own, while parents can keep an eye on kids' spending and savings in the app. Get your first month free at greenlight.com NPR.